Hello and welcome to the For Pete's Sake podcast. I'm David O'Connor with EXP Realty. And I'm Alex Blencarn with EXP Realty. And today we're going to be taking you through the December 2022 Peterborough City Market Reports. And we're going to break down these numbers and then we're going to explain what they mean. Alex, how's it going, buddy? Good. How are you doing? How's Christmas? Christmas was good. Christmas was good. It's uh, it's exciting having uh, the little kids, right? So. Oh yeah, for sure. Getting a little bit of that uh, magical Christmas vibe in the house is always nice. What about you? For sure. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Saw saw some family, uh, both sides, which was great. And uh, yeah, pr- mostly. I mean, happy to be back at work. To tell you the truth. How was the yurt? Weren't you living in a yurt for a bit? <laughs> yeah, we took uh, we took a spin uh, with with a yurt out in Ivanhoe. Ivanhoe is a neat little town. Yeah. Um, they've got a cheese factory. That's kind of the highlight of Ivanhoe. Uh, seemed like pretty much the whole town worked there. I think there were about 40 cars there on on Monday when we were there. Uh, but yeah, yurt was good. Um, they had a wood stove, which was kind of fun. But that thing definitely goes through the wood uh, for sure. I mean, I think you got maybe two, three hours out of, uh, out of a log. So yeah, was definitely. It, uh, was it wet certified? I hope so with the yurt. <laughs> I got a guy. I got a guy just in case. Do you? Yeah, good. <laughs> well, that's good, man. Well, glad to have you back. I know it's uh, we're always eager to get going in January, and that that time off we need it. But we're always we're always eager to get going in the new year. So I'm um, for sure back doing our podcast again. And what? Yeah. In, uh, December numbers, and you were uh, awesome enough to put that together for us. You, you want to jump right into it? Yeah, let's hop into it. Yeah. So yeah, let's go over the December 22 numbers for uh, the city of Peterborough. And this is just residential real estate in the city, uh, again, for December 2022. So uh, what we're going to do today is basically go over some market stats. Then, like always, we'll go through the tip of the month and the deal of the month. So December 22 versus December 21. Uh, what we saw was the average sale price declined by 28%, new listings declined by 27%, and the number of sales declined by 8% year over year. Then you see that days to sell, that shot up similar to last month, where they increased by 96%, so a huge increase there year over year. These properties are really, really sitting on the market. Any any thoughts about those numbers, Dave? Well, the, obviously, the one that jumps out at me is, is the 96% days to sell. Um, to be honest, it was a, a little bit higher than I thought. Like December is always slow. Um, but what's important to note is we're comparing Decembers. And the fact that December is typically December, January, the two slowest months of the year. But the fact that year over year, uh, that, that 96% is huge. It's just showing buyers are still sitting on the sidelines. Uh, we, we talked about this last month, but I think it's still valid. Um, yeah, buyers are just waiting most likely for the spring market. Um, they're a little hesitant because of uh, what it's actually seven, what rate hikes this year, the bank of Canada has done and yeah. they've been really transparent and word is that uh, when they meet this year, there's going to be another, uh, probably minor, minor hike again. So yeah, a lot of tentative buyers just waiting on the sidelines. That's what that says to me. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. So in terms of average price, let's hop right into that. Uh, so we saw the average price for December actually increase month over month. So you can see the little increase there on the graph uh, between November and December. It's the last bar 
on the graph there. So it clocked in at $582,879. And again, that's down about 28% year over year. So you can see the small little uptick there. You can also see what 2022 looked like as a whole. You can see it peaked at 801 in March, and now we're down to 582. Yeah, and, and, and looking at that year over year as well, right? Um, yeah. If you remember last year, and we're going to do a year in review, <laughs> so we'll just tease that a little bit. We're, we're going to review 2022 on a, on a future podcast here. But um, if you remember last year coming out of Christmas, uh, out of nowhere, the, the, the market just blew up, like hit the ground running in January. Everything was going. We'll get into it soon. We'll see the days on market. But January, uh, February, and into March a bit, like stuff was just – flying off the market. So I'm not surprised to see that uh, 2021, that 775K from last year. And then we're down to uh, 582. A little, if you want to be, you, uh, if you want to be a little optimistic, just seeing that 7K increase about uh, uh, month over month here, um, maybe it's a little bit optimistic, but uh, yeah, it's, it's not much. Yeah, it's not much, but it's certainly something. Uh, what surprises me, like you said, is just going from 775 to 582. Like that's almost a $200,000 drop year over year. And uh, again, we, we really see that from the rate hikes. I think they started in March of 22. And you can see the impact on that and how it drastically dropped the average sale price. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, let's hop into new listings. So we saw 46 new listings in December. And you can see from the bar graph there, I mean, December is really a slow month. Like it's the lowest bar on every single year for the last five years. And we see that huge drop from November to December on the last bar there. So like I said, we had 46 new listings. And if you look at December over the last five years, I mean, it's pretty common. I mean, I would say the average there is probably around, you know, maybe 37, 38, and, and we had 46. So maybe above the five-year average, but still a slow month for the month of December. And again, fairly typical. Things kind of shut down over the last week of December and into somewhat of the first week of January because, you know, Christmas and then there's also the new year. No, yeah, definitely. But it looks pretty consistent, at least on the listing side here. Yeah, not a not a huge uh, disparity there uh, between the year over year and especially when you compare the last five years for December. Now, what's interesting here is the number of sales. So, again, we saw 46 new listings. We saw 45 sales. So 46 new listings, 45 sales. So pretty much the same there, which is which is nuts. And you see November in December there in the bar graph. Again, we did see a decline uh, month over month in terms of sales. But when you're looking, I mean, full picture, there's a bit of a, a wide range in terms of the last five years in December. But average, just taking a glance at it, I'd say 45 to 50 is pretty much average over the last five years. So we're right on the average there. And we did see, you know, a decline of about six sales, but pretty typical for December. Yeah, I see the StreamYard logo is blocking that number there. But what's that number? Is it 45? Yeah, 45 sales for December 2022. So, so we, we had just talked about this offline, but it, um, th those numbers to me are skewed. It's because it looks like it's almost like a one for one, but it's not. 
because as we'll get to in the next slide, I believe the days on market. So it's not these listings are coming and they're selling. It's you got the other caveat is there's property sitting from the previous month. So 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 that's why I just want to preface that number um, by by just saying it's, it's not a one for one. Um, it's there, there's actually more listings sitting on the market, and we'll get into uh, days on market. I'm sure next day. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point, Dave. And and we'll get into it right now. So days to sell, you can see December pretty high. Uh, you do see those other two peaks there at around 40. Uh, those also appear to be in December as well as maybe March of 2019, just by taking a quick look there. So you can see days to sell have increased quite a bit from last month. And yeah, we came in at 37 days to sell and that's up 96%. So you can see last year in December, 13 days to sell. Then you can go back to 2020. You can see 16 days to sell. And then 2019, you see 40 days to sell where you're you're not seeing those outliers. It, it looks to me, I mean, we've got three that are kind of around the 30, 40 days to sell range. And then you've got two outliers for 2020 and 2021 at 16 and 13 days to sell. Yeah, and again, the, the logo there, the StreamYard logo is blocking it, but that bottom right number is 37? It is 37, that's correct. So, so, just, so that's back to what I was saying on the previous slide. If the average property is taking 37 like days to sell, then in December we were seeing November listings and even some listings that listed at the end of October if you're going by averages. Absolutely. So, so that to me, that that's a huge number, and year over year, it's almost it's almost triple from thirteen to uh, thirty seven. So again, back to what we kind of got into at the beginning, it's just uh, the listings are there and they're consistent. If anything, they're a little little above average, but the um, the, the sales aren't there, and the, and and the buyers aren't there right now. Absolutely, absolutely. And now we're going to talk about uh, probably your favorite statistic awesome. here: months of inventory. Oh, I love this. You know, I love this one. And we actually see months of inventory declined month over month. So we're sitting at around two, maybe two and a half months of inventory right now. Can you explain, and, can you explain that one again for, for, for people that didn't tune in for the last one? Absolutely. So months of inventory is an interesting statistic. Basically, what it tells us is that if no new homes were listed, Based on the current rate of sales, it would take about two and a half months for all of the inventory to sell. So it's a ratio between the rate of sales and the number of new listings. Yeah. So if the market was to freeze, it would take, what was it, two point? Around two and a half, two and a half uh, months, months for everything all, to dry up. To burn through all, all the inventory. That's why I think on the last podcast, I called it like the war stat or it's almost like quarterback rating in football. That's right. But it's like the one stat that tries to kind of capture and tell us what market we're in. So Alex, what market are we in then according to that stat? Yeah. So I, right now we're in a seller's market according to this stat, but right. it, it certainly feels like a buyer's market out there for sure. Uh, what's interesting here about this stat, just kind of going on a bit of algebra here, either the number of sales would have had to decrease or the number of new listings would have had to increase in order for this month of inventory number to fall month over month. So a little bit interesting there. And yeah, according to this statistic, we're supposed to be in a seller's market, but it certainly doesn't feel like it out there, does it, Dave? Yeah, no, definitely not. So we, so inventory-wise, um, it's a seller's market, but the actual 
end results when it comes to transactions. Um, we're, it definitely looks like uh, we're in a buyer's market right now. I, I think I called it like a temporary or some sort of bubble market. Um, we, we tried to unpack last time what, what we think that's all about. And there's a lot of variables. The biggest being the seven rate hikes, right? When the rates just keep going up and a lot of people are doing variable mortgages and, and, and things like that. And just, they, they get very hesitant. Buyers got um, abused early in 2022 in the market, right? When we were yeah. at the seller's market. So um, I'll, I'll, there's literally clients of mine, buyers that are uh, almost uh, resentful of that market. And that's another reason they're sitting on the sidelines. And then the looming potential global recession. Um, so a lot of people are, are, are very tentative in, in this current market. Yeah, it kind of seems to be a bit of a, a wait and see. Um, you know, what's interesting about the recession, and this is just a quick, uh, quick kind of side note, but the recession is based on GDP. And the GDP numbers have to be negative. So we have to have negative growth for two consecutive months. That's the definition of a recession. Now, everybody keeps talking about the recession. Everybody keeps saying, okay, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. But what's interesting is the GDP number is directly influenced by the number of Canadians. So what seems to be happening is we are almost breaking records in terms of immigration. And it's causing us to maybe look like we're not in a recession, but we're certainly feeling it, whether it's at the grocery store, whether it's at the gas pump, we're, we're certainly feeling those recessionary pressures in terms of the cost of living versus the increase in wages. So, I mean, are we in a recession right now or are we not? I mean, technically it's similar to the real estate market here. It feels like we are, but statistics tell us that we're not. Yeah, we'll, we'll see with the over the next few months, well, the, the different job reports and, and all that coming up. Obviously, the Bank of Canada is doing the, the rate hikes, the whole like curve inflation. Um, they're doing what they can. Like people can be resentful of these rate hikes, but the reality is that they're 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 strategic to stop us from spinning into a recession. So, um, if history shows us anything, like the numbers are comparable to 08, right? We all know what happened in 08, but we also know that 08 didn't impact Canada as much as, as our, as our um, brothers and sisters down there in the U S and it's just, you know, stricter uh, rules in here that like the bank of Canada, like things like the stress tests and uh, years of amortization, like uh, things like that. We've, we're a little bit more, um, I guess, what's the word? We're a little bit more um, strict or, or, and things like that to help avoid things like this. So the optimistic side of me is like, well, we're going into a downturn, but maybe it won't, you know, impact us as much as uh, as it could potentially similar to what happened in the US in 08. Absolutely, absolutely, great point. So let's hop into the tip of the month. Um, this month we wanted to talk about being ready. So do you wanna take this away, Dave? We'll kind of talk about um, maybe three quick tips for both yeah. sellers and buyers. Yeah, this is a loaded one, um, so I'll try, to, I'll try to be brief. But we summed absolutely. it up by be ready. And the reason I, I, I thought about this was it's applicable in all markets. But let's let's apply to to the current market. So we, as we said, we're, we're we're in a kind of a, like a temporary buyer's market. So when I say be ready, on the listing side, um, I always tell my clients um, have your house ready to go to market. When I say ready to go to market, I, I like to be ready to go to market within 24 hours. What does that mean? That means any any long term fixes, any painting. Um, you you got to bring in a guy to fix your garage. Like uh, I know for me personally, when I sold the uh, 
the big storm in May, took my fence down, and uh, we were waitlisted for four or five months. So even if you're looking to maybe buy, sell in the next year, 18 months, there's probably things you can do right now to be ready for when the time comes when you're buying and selling. And just quickly Absolutely. on the buying side, they're like, well, we're, we're, we're kind of in a buyer's market right now. But if you're if you're ready to maybe pull the trigger, um, this is more applicable to people changing markets. Are, are you familiar with the schools? Are you familiar with the little niche neighborhoods and things like that? Is there anything you can be doing now to be ready when the time comes? And in both of these cases, leverage your agent, make them work. You know, the, the agent can provide you um, uh, information on all the schools, you know, um, geographical statistics on all the neighborhoods, give you a breakdown of, uh, um, you know, the different neighborhoods in Peterborough, for example. So when I say be ready, um, yeah, the, you can be ready in both the buying and the selling side. What do you think Absolutely. about that one? Absolutely. Yeah, great tips. Great tips there. Uh, let's fast forward here to the deal of the month. So we've got 921 Armour Road, Unit 211 in Peterborough, Ontario. So let me pull that up for all the viewers to take a look at some of the pictures for this property. But this is a, a condo that is off of Armour Road, which is in eastern Peterborough. I'm a little biased. I live in, in East City, so I, I absolutely love eastern Peterborough. But let me pull that up for us. So what's what's neat about this one, Dave, is uh, we're sitting at two nine 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 five zero. What? It's under three hundred thousand dollars, and it's in Eastern Peterborough. Like, talk about a deal. So this is why we decided to choose this for our our deal of the month because what's tough right now, right? It, it's first time buyers. It's it's first time buyers. It's really tough right now to get into the market with these interest rates. What's cool about this property? for first time buyers or maybe downsizers is you take 5% down on $300,000. You can get into a piece of real estate for $15,000. That's nuts. Yeah. Now it will depend on obviously your pre-approval and, and having a substantial enough income to get a 95.5 loan to value. But if it's possible, maybe you're a downsizer and you can throw $15,000 and get a piece of real estate. Yeah, and even with um, closing costs, your transfer costs, your lawyer fees, and, and the other minor costs, like maybe maybe add another five, six, seven thousand just to be on the safe side, but still twenty, twenty-two thousand. Um, yeah, and to be able to make this move again, assuming it sells in around list price. How many? Um, yeah. So this is four days on the market. Yeah. So so just listed, and and you can see here it's a pretty nice place. I mean, for $300,000, I, I did a bit of digging and uh, there were only three other properties that sold in the last year that were under $300,000. So there was a detached in a townhouse that sold in central Peterborough for under $300,000. And then there was a condo in the north end off of Water Street that sold for under $300,000. Now, I mean, if you ask me, because I love, you know, East City, I'm definitely more biased towards Eastern Peterborough. But I mean, getting something in Eastern Peterborough for $300,000, whether you're a first time buyer or a downsizer, like it's the deal of the month for sure. Yeah, I'd be interested because just coming out of Christmas and uh, sorry, the holiday season, uh, if, if the buyers will get going, this this got to be getting some attention. Uh, something to be oh, yeah. mindful of, of the buyers, obviously, um, condo fees. 
uh, and things like that when you're doing your monthly budget, but still could sell in and around that price uh, if it does. Uh, maybe we'll generate a little bit of competition now as, as the buyers resurface from the holidays and could potentially get up a little bit into the threes, but that's still great value, even if this lands somewhere in the, in, in the mid threes. Absolutely. And and I wanted to stop on this picture here for those that aren't from Peterborough. Uh, this is the Rotary Greenway Trail. And this is just a gorgeous, gorgeous trail that's in the backyard of this condo. So it's it's a trail that that does run all the way to Trent and then it does continue to Lakefield. And this is a trail that kind of runs through the city. And what's interesting about this trail is you can see from the photos, it's maintained in the winter which is, is just fantastic because one, you could go for a bike ride. I mean, if you're a winter biker, like some folks I see out there, uh, you can go for a bike ride down the trail. You can also go out for a walk. It's, it's a great, great trail that runs through the heart of Peterborough and you can walk all the way up to Trent university, see gorgeous trees. It feels like you're out in the wilderness and you're really just walking through town. And you mind just, do you mind bringing up the map there quickly, just to illustrate how cool, how close this is to the downtown core and all the amenities. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, listing agents here, Kayla Kenny and Jessica Yates, they did a fantastic, fantastic job uh, marketing and, and, and listing this property and they, they've got it at just a, a perfect price. So definitely a good job by those two agents. So neighborhood is going to take a little bit uh, time to load here, but looks like we're up here. Uh, so you can see, yeah, Armour Road's right there. Uh, you've got Water Street that runs right here. Park Hill is kind of the divider. That's what I like to think about it for uh, for the town. You've got anything north of Park Hill is really considered the north end. Anything south of Park Hill is the, the south end. And then you've got eastern and, and western Peterborough kind of over towards uh, down Park Hill that way. So, I mean, yeah, Armour Road, you've got it. It, it runs all the way up to Trent University. And uh, then it runs all the way down to, I believe, Lansdowne. Um, actually, no, I think it turns into Mariah. It turns into Mariah and then it goes to Ashburnham. Uh, so it runs all the way down here. You've got the university right up here. And then, yeah, you, you've got Lakefield kind of further up Water Street or Nassau Mills right here. So perfect, perfect neighborhood. Uh, again, I'm, I'm biased because I live in eastern Peterborough, but... Uh, I love it. It's it's beautiful. You've got water pretty much in your backyard as well. The Rotary Greenway kind of runs up through here. It's a uh, it, it, perfect, perfect location. Yeah. And again, and like very high walk score because I don't know, off the top of my head, that's that's got to be what fifteen minutes to downtown. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Walking. So downtown's kind of over here. Um, so yeah, just walking down the trail, and then you can link up with Park Hill if you want. Uh, and then there's also a downtown in the north end uh on, on shimong road there so yeah pretty close to everything close to amenities and and close to nature so great great and spot there we have it the deal of the month and we will discuss offline where we uh think this one will land because we can't discuss uh sales prices but uh and then uh the loser of that will have to um eat a what tim horton's donut of the, of the other person's choice on air the next time yeah, so I, I I know that we uh, we maybe jumped the gun here with this one because we were excited to get it out to you guys. So if I do lose, I'm gonna have to stomach two donuts, um, and because uh, I did lose last time. So I, I believe we will have a year in review that is coming up shortly. So if I lose this one, 
Uh, stay tuned for that. I will be trying to shove two donuts uh, in my mouth uh, prior to to yeah. recording. So, and I got to be strategic, right? I kind of have you uh, shoveling donuts in your mouth at the beginning because I, then I got to do all the talking. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But um, that's awesome, man. Thank you for uh, putting all those numbers together. I hope um, people got some value out of this. Any uh, follow-up questions you might have about any of the stats or any real estate questions really in general, you can reach out to either myself or Alex. So all our contact information will be listed below. Mr. Blankarn, thank you, sir. Appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. Thank you. Let's, uh, let's close off the show here with, uh, you know, the, the classic saying here. So uh, yeah, you guys have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, until next time, guys, that's all folks. Take care. <laughs>